0: Hello, and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need, no matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project. We got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Today's topic is colors and how they affect the psychology of the people in the rooms. Hi, I'm David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes, and I wanna thank you so much for tuning into The Home Building Hero today. And if you haven't already, Make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you can get all our new episodes of our podcast as they come out. So, I found a few articles and I thought this was kind of an interesting topic. And it's basically about the color choices you use in your home and how they affect your mood and behavior. There's an article all about kids and how it affects kids, and we'll kind of touch into that. But we'll also just kind of go overall into the psychology of color. And I think it's something that when you're remodeling your home, you're building a new home, and you're picking out colors, you should be mindful of it, because I think it makes, you know, a lot of sense to to think about the color in the room and how, how it affects your mood. Because certainly, you can have some disconnect there. If you pick out a color that say is a, a, an aggressive color, and it's supposed to be your relaxing den room, well, that that could actually ruin the experience of the room for you. And you know, if you look at A lot of places like restaurants and and things like that, they specifically use certain colors in their logos, in their walls, in their decor to set a certain mood. And once you kind of know this stuff, you become more aware of it. and becomes kind of an interesting activity when you're at different places to look and see what colors they're using and how it may affect your mood or what the mood is that they're trying to set. So the whole concept is color psychology is what they call it. This started way back in, wow, the 1600s. With Sir Isaac Newton, when he put light through a prism and it separated out all the colors, so each color is made up of a single wavelength, and it can 't be separated into further colors. so once you get those things through a prism, they each get one individual color, kind of interesting now, of course, you can mix colors and create new results, but the wavelength thing is pretty interesting because um, you know our brains send out wavelengths as well, so kind of interesting stuff when you think about it, so you know. That color definitely will, you know, cross with your brain waves as well. So as far as some psychological effects from colors, you know, there's a lot of different ways to look at this. You can look at, you know, the warm colors, which are reds, oranges, and yellows, and these are going to be, you know, all sorts of different types of emotions from warmth and comfort to anger and hostility. And then you can have, you know, your cooler colors like your blues. Purples and greens, and these are often more calm, uh, but it can also provoke feelings of sadness or indifference. So, kind of interesting, just whether you do a warm tone or cool tone, and then of course if you use white. And many, you know, Western countries, the color white represents purity and innocence. It's also kind of interesting because a lot of builders' new homes, you know, you always have the joke: builder white. Well. Again, it's brand new. It's kind of a a fresh canvas, innocent, pure, new. It's the psychology behind it, isn't there? Kind of interesting. All right, so let's talk more specifically about certain colors and the moods that they create in your home and and what the colors do. So let's start with a very popular color, the color red. Um, It's, you know, obviously a primary color, and it's something that, you know, is used sporadically in homes, but it does have certain effects. Now, the, the the pure red color is one of the most visible colors in the spectrum, and it's an attention grabber. But it also, for many people, it's a warning of danger. I mean, think of stop signs and stop lights, fire trucks, you know, even the, the lights on a police car, you've got the red lights. So, it it definitely is one of those like warning colors. I mean, you even think of things like you know blood, and, and you know that's, that's just, whenever you see that, it's just like oh my gosh, it like shocks you. So it it definitely can cause some negative emotions. So you have to be careful with that. But it also can convey excitement. It can convey energy. So if you want to kind of stimulate people um, or or you know cause cause some extra energy, that certainly can do that. But you have to be careful because it can also cause aggression or dominance in, in rooms as well. So <clears throat> it's it's a, a very bold color choice. You don't see it a ton in homes, but sometimes little splashes of red. For a children's room, it's kind of interesting because red can, again, energize the body and mind. So if you're, you're looking to stimulate you know, your child's mind, that might be something that you wanna put in the room. It'll also maybe increase their heart rate. But again, too much red could cause aggressive behavior and inability to focus. So you have to be a little careful, maybe a small splash in a room or something like that. All right, let's talk about uh, a close relative here, the color orange. Again, for kids, um, it's it's not used very much in, in homes, um, but it's a warm and friendly color. It's actually a good color for children because it encourages confidence, extroversion, and independence. And uh, you're seeing a lot of orange colors now in logos and different things like that. So, kind of interesting that orange has kind of made a comeback in that way. Not seeing it too much in homes. It's not a color that I guess I would be comfortable putting in my homes, but it has worked its way back in a little bit. Now, the color yellow. So, yellow is basically um, obviously a very bright color. It can cause energy, but it can also still be a little bit aggressive. Um, it can be cheerful, it's you know like described as bright and sunny, and uh, you can definitely energize people with that color. But it can also be sometimes confrontational, or it can be a little bit irritating for some people, um, or f- causing frustration. So um, some people feel that they actually get more agitated when they're in a room with yellow. So if you're more of an extroverted person, it might be okay. If you're an introverted person, um, you're probably going to hate that color. So for kids, though, um, yellow generally is a feeling of happiness and cheerfulness. Um, it's often a motivating color, and um, it can aid sometimes in kids' concentration and also it help them out with their memory retention. But again, if you go too bright with the yellow, um, it may, again, over agitate kids. So soft yellows for kids, you see a lot of that. Uh, there's a psychology behind that. It makes a lot of sense why people use you know those lighter yellow colors with children. Plus, think about it this way: if you don't know what kind of uh, baby you're going to have, uh, a lot of times people give children's toys and gifts that are in the color light yellow because then it's you know asexual. It doesn't uh, you know scream boy or girl. Um, so you see a lot of that in gifts. So a lot of interesting things and psychology behind all of that. All right, let's talk about the color green. Green is also uh, you know, a popular color over the years. Um, some people love it, some people don't. Again, green is more in the cool tones. Obviously, it's related to the nature and, and the natural world. Um, because of those associations, a lot of times it causes feelings of tranquility, health, and uh, some people even say jealousy, which is interesting. Uh, it's also a symbol of fertility. Uh, they even say green M&Ms are said to have a sexual message. Kind of interesting. I always was told when I was a kid that you can get a green M&M that's a home run. <laughs> that was a commercial back when I was a child, so that dates me. But that's, that's just what I remember from the color green. But it also has a calming effect. So in you know waiting rooms and things like that, they call it a green room. And they use that to relax the guests before they go in. It also is a color that's supposed to relieve stress and help heal. Again, it's sort of like, you know, getting back into nature in that natural environment. So, you know, a lot of times when you're in some big office buildings, that's why they have those rooms with a little bit of green in them. It's just supposed to kind of make you feel like you're not, you know, stuck indoors all the time. So for children, again, green has this sort of calming, soothing effect and green also helps improve child's reading and comprehension. So if you're having a reading room, the color green may be a good color to go with. and also kind of reduces child's anxiety. So another interesting color that you can use with your kids to help, you know, especially if you're starting to do home offices and school rooms and things like that, it's definitely important to think about that as well with your kids. And then uh, let's go on to uh, a different color. Let's just talk real briefly about the color gray and silver. So gray, um, basically, a lot of times is used for people that don't really want to stand out. That's why a lot of people have gray cars. Um, They want to be more subtle. Um, A lot of times people want those more bright attention, you know, loving colors, but a lot of times gray is a safe choice. And, um, you know, even silver for that matter, it's one of the most popular colors for vehicles. It's the third most popular, probably behind white and black. And uh, a lot of high-tech products are also silver or gray, and it's supposed to convey more of a modern cutting edge type look. So you see a lot of that. Um, Psychologically, there isn't a real lot with gray. Um, It's just kind of a sterile environment but they do have a calming effect on children. Um, so you can use it, um, you know, if not sure what else to do. If you're not trying to really set a major mood in the room, you know, gray is certainly an option for you as well. Let's talk briefly about the color black. Black can be a powerful color. It's a statement color. It's one of the most popular colors for luxury vehicles. And a lot of people describe it as sexy, powerful, mysterious, sometimes even ominous. Think of a black tuxedo, too. That's It's sort of got that luxury feel, but it's a big risk on a home. And a lot of times, having a room with a lot of black in it, that's also going to set a, a dark or dour mood in the room. Most of the time, for kids, you're not going to use such a color like that. Most kids don't like really dark rooms until they become a teenager. Then every kid wants their room painted black. But (laughs) um, for the most part, black is is not used a lot more as an accent uh, color, uh, but it is more prominent definitely in vehicles. All right, let's talk about the color purple for children. What does that do to kids' psychology? How does purple affect people? Um, So purple is a royal color and its linkage is back to royalty. So it's ambition, it's self-assured. It's passion, it's creativity, sometimes even wisdom is related in that color. It's an emotional color. It's also good to inspire sensitivity and compassion in children. But if your kid is super sensitive, you don't want to use it because it may be a little bit too overpowering. All right, now let's do the color blue. It's one of my favorite colors always as a child. Our logos are blue, blue, blue. has the opposite effect of your reds, and it's going to decrease your anxiety feelings, lower aggression. It's supposed to lower your blood pressure and heart rates. So if you have kids that get you know really wound up, um, if they have temper tantrums or things like that, usually usually putting them in a room with some blue hues in it will definitely help lower their their anxiety, lower those feelings, and calm them down a little bit. So blue is a very calming color, and it's also a color of stability and safety. And uh, a lot of times vehicles use that color for dependability. And uh, they even found that the color blue, if they use them in um, urban areas, reduce crime. So uh, having more color blue um, tends to lower the agitation level. Kind of interesting. All right, so... I'm going to talk through a couple other non-primary colors here really quickly. So again, some other choices that people popularly make. How about pink? Pink is usually more of a girly color. Yeah, it has a calming feel. And um, the only problem with pink is it, it tends to get grown out of very quickly. So a lot of times it's better as an accent or an accessory versus a primary color in a room. Now, just talking in general, you know, for kids especially, you know, let's just talk briefly warm versus cool colors. So warm colors a lot of times create happiness, coziness, comfort. So if you have a really large open space, a lot of times that will help make it feel a little bit more intimate for people. That doesn't mean that you have to necessarily stick with browns or tans, um, but they tend to, you know create that warm feeling that you're looking for now the warm tones had kind of gone away for a while in favor of the cool grays and uh, now with all the anxiety and, and things going on in the world and issues we're seeing more of a return to some of these warm color tones again back in homes and seeing some of the the light beiges and things work their way back in so kind of interesting that you know everyone's home more they're trying to get rid of some of the the cold industrial feel and go more into a comfort space in their home. Again, cool colors sometimes are a little bit more sterile, but again, they can be calming for kids. Um, obviously, there's a lot of choices right now, especially if you're in the gray tones and the white. So you know you have a lot of the gray and white. You get sort of the purity and the the cool calming effect for people. So. Those are obviously still very popular and very well used. And then, of course, the one thing you can do from a psychological standpoint is you can bring in other elements into the room to, you know, add in that feeling. So as an accent or whatever. So, you know, you can be cognizant of the colors that you're picking, not only for your children in the rooms, but also just for you in general, you know, um, and, and look at it and pay attention to it when you're in not only homes, but when you're in, you know, commercial spaces or restaurants, um, even in logo design, you can see the colors and how they affect the message of the logo and the message the company is trying to portray, right? Um, just pay attention to that and think about those colors and how they relate and then how how they're used in marketing. And a lot of times it's very intentional. So hopefully you guys have found this episode of the Home Building the Hero to be interesting. I've, I know color psychology and psychology in general has always been a fascinating topic for me and uh this has been kind of interesting to kind of look through this and see how it relates and this is something that you know isn't necessarily as much trend related as it is you know over time you know moods don't really change the colors affect moods and we've seen that and so you know you can kind of use that in in your designing of your home to create the mood not no not so much for trends but more for mood setting so always be cognizant of that and if you you want a relaxing bedroom make sure you're using those cool tones you know if you want um, a you know a workout room or something with some energy then you're going to want to maybe put in some splashes of yellow or red or orange to to create some more energy and excitement and of course, for kids, stimulate their minds. Maybe put in, you know, yellow, or if you know, you need to calm your kids down. Have more of a blue room. So lots of neat ways that you can apply this and um, set the mood properly in your room. So once again, I want to thank you guys for tuning into the Home Building Hero. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe. All you have to do is wherever you're listening to the podcast, hit the subscribe button. And of course, if you'd like to engage with us or have a topic for a future show, please feel free to reach out, homebuildinghero at yahoo.com. Once again, homebuildinghero at yahoo.com. Once again, I'm David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll talk to you very soon.